What's up, MPX addicts, and welcome to MPX Rehab. I am your host, the hashtag certified Mark J. Williams, here with my co-host, as always. The voice of the MPX addicts, Kyle Smith. And, um, well, I'm hoping Mainline will be up by the time this comes out, but I doubt it at this point. Uh, lazy, lazy editor, man. <laughs> lazy, yeah, yeah. Two 16-hour days of work, that's lazy. Um, but well, Welcome back to the working field. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, when you've got seven, $800 of bills you have to pay this week, you just bust your ass on a, on the side gig. Yeah. Uh, but MPX is suckers for pain was this week. And uh, that was a, that was a hell of a show actually. Yeah, it was, it was a wonderful return for Jamie and Jackson and Ryan and Tommy. <laughs> I was, I have to say, I'm almost a little disappointed. I caught no flack for my, you know, it's like, oh, and there was no Jamie Aller. Well, to be fair. <laughs> We probably were supposed to catch that today. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're looking later down the line to get a one-on-one with Jamie. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's where you'll get it. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm perfectly expecting that. And honestly, it's like I think Jamie's been holding back for a while <laughs> just so you can like unload all at once. And I'm just, yes. I'm going to do my normal, you know, it's like uh, Michael Cole thing. I'll just sit there and take it because, you know. Uh. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was, yeah, it was such a good show. It was. Uh, their return, and of course, as always, wrestling card subject changes. You like to say, yeah. Um, Kirby, you know, unfortunately broke his nose. Uh, yeah, I was gonna uh, say, he's like among other what? things, I think. <laughs> uh, but no, it was um, you know, it was a great way to kind of start the show. You know, them pulling mm-hmm. up and Baby D forgetting how to work locks on a car. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, I I figured that was supposed to be Jamie's locking the door on her to make sure she can't get out. Yeah, but there's still. You can manually open the lock. I just, it looked and, hilarious. Yeah. And, um, she was trying to dukes a hazard. It. <laughs> exactly. Uh, which was also great. And then, yeah, just uh, Joe Angelo Garcia being a part of this now. Yes. Great to have him back. God, the whole, the whole gold club or crown jewels or all are unlimited or whatever they want to call it. Or, Jamie's crew. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. Jamie's whole crew being there. And just like, that just shows it's like, that, um, what is it? Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Just a crew mm-hmm. of gangsters and shit. And Jamie's the leader. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are they all on the same team all the time? No, no. But do they need to be? No. <laughs> because honestly, the whole thing, I, it's honestly it gives a monolithic, you know, uh, evil or what have you. And it's like, it just makes it, I don't know. I can't, it's like, I'm really hoping some kind of rival faction pops up. I would assume it's looking that way with, you know, the rookies and Kirby and DVD yeah. that somebody's going to come step up. Uh, we saw, you know, the show kick off with Jackson finally getting his title match. Yes. Um, oh, man. Which was a great um, Wesley Way's match. I can't say it's a hardcore match. I mean, it to some people it is. I, it was uh, chairs and sort of table. Yeah, it's a <laughs> the, door. The door. um, doors have replaced the tables now in wrestling. They're um, cheaper. They're easier cheaper to find. Cheaper, and you can find them. Uh, yeah. I can't think of the last time I've seen a wooden door other than WWE. Yeah. Um, a wooden table, you mean? 
Oh yeah, table. Uh, yeah, the doors are everywhere. <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was great. Uh, it's Jackson's never really been in those type of matches before. Yeah. So and you know he's always said if you ever ask him he's never doing them. <laughs> so it was kind of a treat to see him do it. Yeah, um, it's like, and it may be something, you know, not quite a hardcore match. And I love the fact that before the match even started, both he and Jamie were just like, nope, nope, no chance, yeah. nope. <laughs> no, because again, like I had said on Mainline, which whenever it does release, yeah, uh, Jackson has trained with a man who treats the ring and the mat sacred. Mm-hmm. So chairs and doors, they don't belong in there. And that was one of my favorite parts is just Jackson pick up a chair and going, we don't need this in here and puts it, just sets it outside gently. Yeah. Uh, everything about that was so great the way it started and then even to Jackson finally embracing it a little using the chairs he's the one who pulled the door out yeah and then of course Wes flipping it over and it's Saint Stone and Red Blood just it was great yeah um, it did look which luckily uh, Wes is okay but that dive where he hit that Ooh. chair uh, Jackson moved or I believe Jamie actually pulled him out of the way either way that was very scary mm-hmm. uh, you could tell Wes's shoulder was kind of bothering the whole match after that. And uh, then he even posted about a yep. collarbone and everything like that. Luckily, yeah, he nothing's posted broken. It's okay. So that's good. But yeah, um, everything going into this. And then you've got that rookie Casey Clay. Oh, man. Uh, the great value Jackson Stone, <laughs> which thanks to uh, Brandon for that. That was great uh, line that I used on mainline. If people ever see it, <laughs> if people will see it. Oh, no, this I'm going to, this isn't I'm like some keep past, messing with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this isn't like some past episodes where I just take a look at it and go, no, we've I mean, only, it, we've only done that twice. I think. Uh, yeah. But it's like, no, this is one of those ones where it's like, it's just, I haven't had the time. And <laughs> it's like, I, I'll get to it as soon as I can, but it's going to be a bit late. Sorry. Yeah. So this will actually be going up on Thursday rather than Friday, just so that people get something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta, we gotta be sure to let our two or three people that hound us know that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll post on it, you know, after we get out of here. Um, but yeah, no, the match itself, it's, it made me want more. Yes. Um, the match itself was so good. And it was one of those where, they did. They really did work both match styles. They worked a very, mm-hmm. you know, grounded game in ring actual wrestling match. And then once the chairs and door happened, it was all hardcore after that. And it was very physical. Yeah. Um, Jackson, again, I don't think there's anyone, at least in the DFW area, that can chop as hard as that man can. I And, and to be perfectly honest, I was looking at it afterward uh, and... I was trying to think of, you know, who in the, you know, the business right now I like better as a wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, not just a gimmick, not just a, you know, not as a person or anything like that. Who do I like better than Jackson Stone? And I really can't think of anybody. Jackson, Jackson Stone's like probably my favorite of the wrestlers. Jackson Stone is someone who he did what he was told to do. He went away from Texas and he put this yeah. video up. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, he's promoting the. Texas Grand Prix for heavy metal and new yes. Texas pro they're doing uh, this tournament. And he even talked about it. He said, I did what I was told. I was sent away. I traveled all over the world, trained with some of the best. I was told I need to leave Texas to make a name for myself. And Man, he while didn't just I'm, leave Texas, he left. Oh yeah. Amer- you know, America. He left. Yeah. He made a big name for himself in WXW in Germany. And then he came back to the East coast and kind of dominated there and beyond and limitless and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I uh, traveled all over. And then, he came to a conclusion. He was sitting there. He goes, why did I have to leave Texas? I see guys like 
Keith Lee and Ricky Starks and Ember Moon making waves and making names for themselves in Texas ACH, all these great names Mm -hmm. and look where they are now. And Texas, you don't need to leave Texas. Texas is a hotbed for wrestling and people are just now kind of realizing that. And that's true. But at the same time, you know, it's like he got better by going out and learning different styles. And I've always said, I think you do need that travel experience. I think that's what I love about Dimitri. Now, Dimitri travels, to the midwest he travels east coast mm-hmm. he goes anywhere he can within driving distance theoretically yeah uh to get that different style and to get that different training and just to be different because like i've always said yes texas wrestling is great but you drive eight or ten hours you're still in texas mm-hmm. and chances are you're working someone you've already worked before and that doesn't really help you and um, that, yeah it's like that is true but unfortunately it's like at the same time uh we had had a discussion about you know heavy metal guys versus uh mpx guys recently <laughs> and which you know it's like one's not really better than the other it's just different right in a lot of ways because it's like honestly looking at it heavy metal's kind of the you know mpx of southern texas <laughs> to a degree i see that um like uh, the stance i had taken on is mm-hmm. uh mpx is weekly i give them that mpx has their known talent, I give them that. The thing about heavy metal is I do think it's a slight tier up just for the fact that they are on IWTV, which, yes, MPX Network has their own network. Mm. Um, and they also are bringing in names to help their talent there. Like there's a, the one they just posted is AJ Gray versus Great Scott, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and, it's wrestlers that look i would love to see in mpx we're getting and we get some of them we got we're getting swoggle back on the second exactly uh we got remedy who is a primary feature down there south um i would love to see great scott make an appearance in mpx i think the addicts would love him oh yeah um you know there's a lot of wrestlers aaron mercer is someone who we've seen at mpx i mean we see we see him at a a lucha brutale a lot and that's just he's an amazing wrestler exactly and that's that's one of the things um the people that do listen to us and the people that have been the Lucha Brutale, they know some of the names because they do work for the Lucha Brutale and Heavy Metal have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem, not problem, but the thing about MPX, and I don't know if it's them or if it's the others, like the promoters of Heavy Metal or Lucha Brutale or whoever, they just there's a reputation that MPX is a boys club. MPX is, if you're not one of them, you're they're against you. Like there's not a real working relationship with a lot of people, and that's to me that's sad. If it's a and that's boys club, it's the easiest boys club to get into because yeah. we got into it, sort yeah. of. Yeah, and mostly. it's one of those. I mean, to me, it's just wrestling. When I first heard that, I was like, "Well, that's just wrestling." They promoters don't really like to work with each other. Yeah, they, you know, it's a me, me, me mindset. <laughs> every every promoter thinks there's God's gift to wrestling. Exactly. And, you know, just that's how it is. And it's some of, of those, them are closer to right than others. Right, and that's not. I don't agree with everything heavy metal the promoter has said or done uh, during the, you know, whole COVID thing. I don't necessarily agree with everything MPX always does, but they both are great companies. Yeah. And I think that is something that a lot of people nowadays in wrestling, they're always, oh, you have to choose. No, you don't. You don't have to choose. And actually, that's what I was. WWE and AEW. You don't have to choose dfw wrestling and down south wrestling you like especially in the wrestling business for me yeah. it's a lot how i look at football yes i love football yeah the cowboys are my team but i like players mainly yeah. because i play fantasy football but especially in wrestling i like wrestlers 
So if I'm watching another promotion, it's because, well, there's a wrestler there I like. Yeah. I mean, I've checked out numerous promotions just because someone's on the card that I like or know. The only reason I know of uh, Bizarro Lucha is because Wes and Dimitri did it. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, oh, cool. Hey, I know that guy. Oh, I know that person. And I'll start watching it. Um, I just, I don't, I hate the mindset and it's, it's a lot. It has to do a lot with the fans, Mm -hmm. but it also has to do with the workers themselves of this. I have to be loyal to this one place and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, that's kind of sort of what I was trying to get onto when I was mentioning uh, heavy metals. The fact that it's like, there's guys that are specific to certain regions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like the ones that, you know, they travel and they're working guys they've worked with before. That's, you know, basically because they go there and it's, Hey, we're going to take, have these two bigger names in Texas come up. Yep. uh, Let's put them in a match together. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, I think it would work better. It's like, if you get that kind of situation, Unless they're a tag team, put them in different matches. Yeah. Put them in matches where, you know, it's like, hey, you've got your top talent taking on this guy and you've got your, uh, you know, mid-card top talent taking on the other one. And just that way you're, you know, using both of them to multiples of them to, you know, excel or yeah. accelerate, elevate, elevate, elevate. everybody. Well, and My it's brain one of just those, glitched. Like, uh, in the Grand Prix, uh, <laughs> Texas Grand Prix. See, now you've got me. I'm sorry. It. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a cool uh, computer virus. <laughs> the one of the uh, one of the matches to go on into the. See, now you got me all. Time. I can't even think of the words to go on into the tournament was a fatal four way with Dimitri uh-huh. versus Chris Cruz versus mm-hmm. Ryan Remington versus Tommy Becker. And they played it up so well as that Tommy comes out, then Ryan comes out, and they're like, "Oh, it's a tag team, cool, yay!" And they're like, "No, no, you're you're against each other. It's a four way." Yeah. And then the way they worked the match was so great. It was different. It was back to their kind of slapstick material we've mm-hmm. seen, which is great to see because they play it so well. And I love how, as much as I probably would have gone with Chris or Dimitri going on in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan and Tommy both advance, and it was a great way to do it of how they both hit a move. They both fall on top of Cruz and Dimitri respectively, and the ref counts three for both of them. So therefore, your winners are larger than life. And now in this fourteen, this quote unquote fourteen man tournament, that's now fifteen men because of Ryan and Tommy. Um, I thought it was different, and it's a unique way to go. Yeah. Um, and especially with it, you know. Being I, our guys. When I first saw the Grand Prix set up and they had larger than life listed on there, I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> it was, <laughs> there's great. no other tag team. What? <laughs> oh, it was so great. And that's the way to do it. And it's, I like how they're getting recognition for being good. That was yes. the first, whenever someone says we're going to do a Texas style G1, of uh-huh. course, my mind immediately goes, well, they're going to forget people. And to a degree, yeah, you can make arguments they did, but. The I, names that they always forget that I'm glad they didn't this time is Jackson, number one. Yeah. Jackson always gets left off of being the best in Texas, and he shouldn't be. Jackson is, no offense to Barrett Brown, Moonshine Mantel, all these other people that have been labeled the king and the best of Texas. To me, it's Jackson. Jackson is a complete package as far as Mike Skill's look. He's mm-hmm. got a great look, mm-hmm. uh, in-ring talent. He's got the natural He's got charisma. everything. Yeah. Like, he, to me, like, is the uh, best overall. As much as I love Barrett and uh, Moonshine, it's just I'm looking at them going, it's like, they're they're great guys, but they're not really 
out there right emotively i guess you could say they're not really extroverted on this and i feel it's It's like they get in there they you know look at the crowd they wave and then they get into the wrestling and that's where they shine and that's great but guys like jackson stone Mm -hmm. izzy james you know all these people who you know they're fantastic wrestlers they're probably some of the best but they're also really good on the mic and in front of a camera and it's like we said with the pairing with jamie jackson didn't need it but it's only helping him like Heyman and punk oh yeah um but going back, it's also I love how Ryan and Tommy are getting due for being some of the best. Not only the best tag team, because mm-hmm. they said that in Heavy Metal. This is the best unsigned tag team in Texas. And they did the whole self-proclaimed and whatever, which is yeah. great. But it's still, it's a true statement. Um, and then to finally get, you know, Jackson and Tommy and Ryan recognized, I think it's great. And, you know, it's no offense. Like I said, it's no offense to Barrett or Moonshine, but I feel Barrett. Barrett's on a one track mind to get to New Japan, and that's yeah. all good because he should be. He fits. He has the his new goal. Ja- that's where he's going, and he fits the New Japan juniors perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, Moonshine right now is, I think, on a reality reality of wrestling track to get to the WWE. Which again, he fits oh, that. God. Yes, he will. Um, mm. Jackson fits independent wrestling, like where Star has dropped off of the We Are the Independent. Mm-hmm. Jackson can claim that and Jackson can pick that up and Jackson can run with he's the king of independent wrestling because he he is he really is yeah. I mean you know he's one of those that he it's like, does I love have to see him over at rise up in the north yep. and uh you know it's like over it's like a whole bunch of different places like that. oh yeah and he's got the tools obviously to do it and he's got the friends in the business to get there if he wants to yeah Jackson's one of those to where if he wants to I mean, let's be honest. If Jackson wanted to leave wrestling and just focus on his mental health stuff, we would all be fine with it because yeah. we know it's what he wants to do and it's what he's good at. And he wants to help I mean, save the world. I mean, we'd the hell out of him, but yeah. you know, it would um, also still be, we'd support him 100%. Exactly. But you can, I can also see Jackson getting that built up, handing it off to someone, and then focusing all on wrestling mm. and excelling at that too. Jackson literally can do anything he wants. And Right now, I think that's what kind of makes him interesting um, to a lot of, you know, wrestling companies that should be looking at him. And it's also kind of what makes him dangerous because, like we said, he can do anything. Like, when he first did this whole heel thing, I'm like, I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. And he's done it really well. And if somebody wants to take a clip of that uh, soundbite right there and send it off to a whole bunch of different promoters, do it. Do it. Just do it. No, no. They're going to want me to say something about making him calm or something. And then that's uh, get clipped uh, because, yeah. you know, that's how everything gets clipped for us. It has to be some weird innuendo or funnyism. We never get serious things. And the one time we did get serious. <laughs> we got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but it was true one way or the other. Yeah, it just proved way later. Yeah. But, of course, you know, we say that and they'll pop up again with some special show. Mm-hmm. Or wait, no, he got ran out, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he was on the list, wasn't he? Okay. Well, it was, he was on the list for a different reason than Speak Out. But, oh, uh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, our long little rabbit trail uh anyways yeah uh <laughs> next match was exodus prime versus skip terrific and one it was good to see skip again and i'm just oh, he's yeah. you know people are, are, are i'm glad i was able to get an air five chant started on that one because i want to see more of that and it fits his character so well it does and he didn't do it and i was kind of sad yeah um because i don't know if people remember how good that actually was <laughs> yeah um and no offense to Exodus, but it looks like he's got a nice choppable chest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, um, uh-huh. we'll talk about it later, but Tom, poor Tommy, he's, oh, he's God. just got a choppable chest. Yeah. Um, Tatum also. And then there was the fact that it's like, uh, like 
Exodus is great and all that, but it's like hearing the chops between the two. Mm-hmm. Exodus was getting some thumps, but Skip was getting those and pops. I, I feel it's the glove. I feel like when people have gloves on, they don't hit as well. Eh, possibly. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Because, um, you know, we've never actually been trained and we don't know what we're talking about. But as a fan, you know, that's the only thing i can think of yeah um but no i enjoyed um having skip and exodus again i like where we're going with exodus Mm -hmm. um i think he does have a good set to be a mainstay in mpx if if they choose to keep him here and if he chooses to stay here yeah um i do feel that his match with dimitri right now because we don't know the full card yet but right now it's definitely what we're looking forward to Oh, yeah. No, it's like right now, unless something major happens, and this is MPX, something major will oh, happen. Oh, of course. That is definitely looking to be match of the night. Yeah. Because it's like two out of three falls with these two guys. And like I said, it's going to definitely test Exodus on his ability mm-hmm. to uh, keep the crowd invested. Yep. And I fully 100% believe that he will be able to do it. And Dimitri, we already know he can do that. Yeah, Dimitri can go out there and work a two other false bands with anyone, mm-hmm. I think, and it'd be good. Uh, but with it being Exodus, I think it's going to help both men. It's going to help Exodus uh, learn a lot. Because you can, even though Dimitri's still kind of young in his career, he's that grizzled young vet kind of that mm-hmm. you know he's going to teach you some things and you can learn a lot from him and yeah i'll be honest when i found out how new he is in, uh, in his career and everything like that i'm like no well it's the same <laughs> thing uh there was a post recently about a young guns tournament oh yeah and someone said ryan and they're like no ryan's it's past three years and everyone's like uh no, no he's, he's not only been here for about three years now man uh what? so yeah it's just amazing how some guys when they hit they hit yeah and you know but I think this match is going to be good. I just, I know MPX won't do it, um, but there has been two out of three false matches where I'm pretty sure it was TNA. It sounds like a TNA thing to do, uh, but it was only two false. It literally was the first fall pin, second fall pin, the guy won. There's no third fall. And it's like, well, that's cheap. Like, yeah. you know, that just, that cheapens the fans and it's. Well, it's when people hear match. best two out of three falls, they think they're going to get all three falls. And exactly. Like that. And it's like sometimes it's like if you're really thinking of how many falls in a, in a real fight and everything like that, sometimes it might not end with well, three it, falls. And that's the thing. I totally get the surprise factor. And mm-hmm. if it was a heel doing like a dastardly thing where you like rolled up and hooked the tights or whatever, mm-hmm. I totally get that to build off of. But from what I remember, it literally was, that was just it. And I want to say it was the face that did back-to-back falls. And you're like, geez, that's just, that's ridiculous. Um, so I would hope they give this match one a lot of time uh, yeah. so that we do get, I don't know, what, 20, 25 minutes maybe for three falls. I think that's a good time yeah, for these two. That would be good. Um, and I think these two men could do it. I think they could do very well mm-hmm. uh, given that time. And I think they could tell a really good story with those three falls. And it's like, honestly, when it comes to story, the fact that uh, Exodus finished this match with that dragon sleeper, able to continue that whole thing of this is what I won with. And I did it again. And he actually hit it really nice too. It oh, was, yeah. it looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take credit for that again because you know, <laughs> I said it, but um, no, it was, it was a beautiful move and it might've been, you know, it's, skip is kind of flexible so yeah. that could help um but no it was it was good to see both these men um i enjoy so far everything exodus is doing mm-hmm. uh his heel work jaw jacking with the crowd is great oh yeah uh, coming out his music um he just he knows that character and he's running with it and he's doing very well at it mm-hmm. 
And then we had uh, Jason Silver taking on Joe Angelo Garcia after that. And um, first off, Jason. Nah. <laughs> Oh, are we still upset? Just a bit salty. <laughs> Not really, but uh Mr. Mr. Silver, you are always welcome on our show on Mainline. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no, this match was pretty good. I mean, we've seen it before and well, somewhat recently when Joe was making his first return to MPX. Yep. Uh but at- it's one of those where and I was gonna say with the whole traveling, you know, eight hours, unless you know you're going to get a top rate match, mm-hmm. change up the opponents. You know Silver and Joe are going to give you a great match. Oh, yeah. So, by all means, I don't care if I see it a thousand times. It's, it's that- like when people would bitch about Orton and Cena. Yeah. I had no problem with it because they always put on good matches, I thought. Now, yes, I don't like how it was maybe six months every main event. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, break it up a little bit. But those like, two Take the belt out of the equation. Let them just well, yeah, have a grudge a- match. But, I mean, they they put on good matches. So, mm-hmm. again, I have no problem with it. Um but yeah, Garcia coming back, and I'm gonna have to keep saying Garcia because if not, I'll say Joey, and mm-hmm. we need to get away from that. <laughs> um, uh, having Garcia back was so great. Um, obviously, being with Jamie, and it's we're seeing we're seeing flashes of Joey from the trust fund. Yeah, but we're also seeing this new kind of swagger he's got as Joe Angelo Garcia, which is him kind of breaking out on his own. He's no longer with Tadlock. He's no longer with Jerome. He's trying to find himself. And he's been a singles guy for a long time. Yeah. But I think we're finally seeing it click. And it takes a while for some to get their character. And I think Joe is finally getting it. And we're seeing it come out more and more in his matches. And that's why I hate how he kind of had to have that little break. Because, man, he was having, what, he had three match of the nights, we said. Yeah. When he first definitely. was on this little reunion. Then he unfortunately had to take a break because of COVID. Then he came back, and again, he's got a great match with Silver. Yeah, and he tried to, you know, break uh, Eric Parable's record for how high he <laughs> could get Jason. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's amazing, and it was great recovery from catching Silver, trying to hit him with the DVD, catching mm-hmm. him off the rope. Uh, yeah, it was a flub, but he ref- he rolled into it, picked him up. It was a great it was a thing great is, recovery. perfectly natural, too. Exactly. It's like at the same time, it's like it's that whole thing of, there are times in which you and I will watch a match and we'll be like, man, this thing was a total shit show mm-hmm. of a match. And then we look at other people and they're like, yeah, this match is great. Yeah. And we're like, okay. okay, maybe we're just looking too close. Yep. <laughs> and I've done that several times where I'll watch something. I'm like, I don't know. Like uh, most recently, AEW had that parking lot brawl mm-hmm. and it was rated five stars by Meltzer, which, yeah, okay. I don't really follow Meltzer's ratings, whatever. But for him to give a specialty match like that five stars yeah it's like well it must be good i watched it i'm just like it's okay i don't i don't see why everyone is raving about this it's mm-hmm. not that great but there was a lot to it other than just exactly the so uh, yeah people like what they like and i again like i said yeah it, it was a mistake a- but they recovered well to where yeah people were losing their minds about it yeah and that's it's the good. thing that it's like even you know people who take these uh other um uh wrestle wrestle talkers and everything like that you know so seriously i mean even us people get so up in arms about some of the shit we say yeah and it's just like guys it's white dudes with microphones mm-hmm. and the opinions that's all it really is and i'll be the first to always tell people look i know nothing i'm just a fan this uh-huh. is my opinion on the many years i've watched wrestling so i know nothing like um i was talking with a friend earlier how um kayfabe is dead kayfabe's dead yeah. and 
in a way it has killed the wrestling business because there are, and it's very hypocritical me to say this, but there are people like me and you now mm-hmm. who do what we do without any true real knowledge of wrestling. Yeah. We have what we've watched in quote unquote, how to videos and shoot interviews and whatever. Oh, God. And we have a couple of friends that we talk to that will give us a little information. Yeah. But, um, he brought up a point. The friend I was talking to who was a wrestler brought up a point of how, you know, he was listening to a Bruce Pritchard podcast and they were going step by step how to take a DDT. Why? Why, Why are we doing that? Why are we killing and showing our magic? And I said, yeah, that's something I'll never ask someone is how they do it. Yeah. Because one, I can kind of get how because of how I watch. But two, there are some things I like the mystery to it. Like mm-hmm. the uh, the broken finger spot that Pete Dunn does that uh, Chris Cruz does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how Ryan Remington did. Exactly. And how. I don't understand the sound it makes. And I'm sure it's as simple as slapping their thighs, but when I watch it, I can't catch it. Yeah. So it blows my mind, but I'm never going to ask someone, how well, do you that do old, that? You know, the turn, the prestige and exactly you know, everything. Like you know, that. Um, I'm never going to ask how they do that because that's not my place. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of fans nowadays are, we are very, again, we are the best and worst thing about wrestling. That and, is truth. And the fact that where we will have a lot of people, like we can go to big shots afterwards and you'll have some fans come up and be like, how did you do that? That's not your place. Or yeah. man, you should, I hope you I mean, did heck, it. Just, even on. as behind the scenes as we get, we never ask that well, shit. And, because, and, and, you and know, that's like I said, it's kind of hypocritical for me to say, but it's, we've been given a lot of opportunities that we mm-hmm. all, in all honesty probably shouldn't have. And I'm very grateful for all that. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, definitely. But there are some things where it's like, man, sometimes I do worry that we're like, we're pushing that line of like, eh, we shouldn't. Um, Honestly, point, I think at this was, point, you know, it's, it's like you've said before, when it comes to this show, this show's more for the guys right. and everything, and whereas the other show's more for the fans. And there are a lot of things we try to not talk about if we've been given the honor to talk There are about. names we won't say because, exactly. you know, and, you know there matter are, that we know them names. Right, and there are things like... um you like when Jamie and uh, Baby D were first going out. We didn't say anything because it's not our place. For a long time because, yeah, it's like um, we didn't know whether they – And then when they had... finally did it, we're like, okay, I guess everyone knows now. Yeah, and now um, it's in the show, and that's even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just some things, you know, there are things we'll tiptoe around, and there are some things we won't. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of hypocritical, but – I really don't know where I was going with this on this long diatribe. Yeah. Because, um, again, this is our show. And we kind of just run we off do topics. Um, but, yeah, Joey Garcia. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. The whole mistake and everything. I got it now. I know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was a good, like I said, it was a good recovery. Uh, a lot of people who don't do what we do probably didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, and I think that's how fluid both these men are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about before with Silver. I put him as one of the pillars because when you bring someone new in you give it to him and see he'll test and he'll be yeah bring him back or no don't Mm -hmm. um and i think that's because honestly silver's not going to have a bad match silver's going to make sure every match he's in it's good because that's the kind of person he is yeah um and i think garcia is kind of that way too but moving on from there, we had uh, Dexter Hardaway defending the MPX Addicts Championship against Noah Navarre, and this one threw me when I fr- when we first saw it. And everything. Woo! Because oh god, um, you know if Woo! you can't if you can't find anything else, you know it's 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 Noah, an attempt I'm, to get I'm, that I'm energy. I'm really not picking on you. <laughs> I'm really not because, like I told Jay, 
it reminded me of Owen Hart, who yeah. is one of the best wrestlers ever. But Owen, when he was a babyface, he didn't know how to get that reaction. Yeah. He didn't know how to be a good babyface. And that's fine. Some people don't. But he carried over that woo to his heel work, and it's awesome. And oh, it I'm was telling perfect, you, yeah. if and it's always like I said, Casey and Noah at this point, as much as I love tech teams, mm-hmm. I think coming soon we need to split them and we need to have Noah go on a heel run and kind of be that jealous little brother or big brother or whatever. Honestly, of the two, I think Noah will probably make the better. And heel. I think he can excel if he keeps that kind of Owen Hart like heel of the woo mm-hmm. and I'm the better, you know, I'm the better heart or whatever um you know well they're not really brothers but they kind of are they're close enough (laughs) um but no this match was it was like i said it's gonna be a showcase for noah to sink or swim and i think he Mm -hmm. did well he did Uh, as far as in ring in ring was great uh like i said i'll give him i'll give him crap on the woos and trying to be a good baby face because one you're in there against dexter just you don't even need to do anything like Dexter do all the heel work and people are going to cheer you regardless. Yeah. But still, you know, it's like, it's a good idea for him to work out to the crowd and everything like that and try to get the crowd behind him because, you know, he's not always going to go up against Dexter. No, he's not. Sometimes he might go up against say, I love you, man, but uh, he might go up against Brock Hopper. Yeah. I was was going to say Sapo and I go, wait, no Brock. (laughs) Yeah, Brock Hopper and Brock is just as, you know, introverted i mean he tries yeah but you know it's just he has a hard time being out there to the crowd and so if you've got two wrestlers who are good wrestlers but out there you know it's like when it comes to playing out to the crowd they can't really pull it off well and with brock it's a little easier to hide because he's in a mask and he's a penguin penguins don't really talk that's why when he when he does the moves mm -hmm. it's it's great that's all he needs to do by the way i got a bit of uh behind the scenes on this one i found out why brock's match wasn't as great as it could have been the foolish boy was wrestling on a busted ankle oh the the torres one yeah oh my god yeah so you know what I'm I actually have even kind of more respect for him because you know he was yeah. out there doing the best he could. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, Noah and Dexter that match, like I said, I, I Dexter probably taught him a lot in that match, and we don't know it mm-hmm. because that's what Dexter does. Um, and Dexter probably you know after the match told him he's like, okay, man, uh, you know here's here's what I saw and here's what you need to work on. You did a hundred woos. Let's cut it down to ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's um, also I love how Dexter's continuing the. He's gonna keep the attic title no matter what. Oh yeah, count me yeah. out. Just count me. <laughs> Just count me out. And then he grabs the title and he's gonna go and clock right. Noah with it. And he's like, you have to, you have to. And Travis is Travis being the kind of ref he is is like, no, I'm not letting it in this way. And then Travis clocks him with the uh, belt. And exactly. what's he going to do? Because, <laughs> you know, that's our heel ref, Travis. <laughs> He's going to knock Noah out. So Dexter gets the pin. It's wonderful. Um, and while we're on that subject, and I'm not, again, I'm very nitpicky with refs. Give me Travis and Bambi. That's all I want. Like, we had a new ref, and I just, I did not like it. I mean, I, it's not the worst ref we've ever had. But, it's not. You know. It's not Will, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I did say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I really wasn't going to. I, I, um, I mean, it's like with Brennan, you know, we can say that he's new. So, yeah, you know, I'm, we give him a lot of I'm leeway fine, on that. And I'm fine giving with him one match or so. But if we can't get Anthony, which is semi-retired now, which at least from what we've heard, um, you know, good for him. If we can't get 
Carl, who for some reason is not at MPX anymore. Um, we're not touching that one either. Mm-mm. You know, um, then all I want is Bambi and Travis because Bambi, what they excel in is completely different. Travis is yeah. good at actually showing authority figure-ish mm-hmm. and being the guy mm-hmm. while Bambi's expressions are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Bambi sells everything in a match better than some of the wrestlers in the match. <laughs> that is true. And that's amazing to me how well a ref does that. Yeah. And it's um, like, like you were saying with, uh, with Travis, we're actually going to get to this even more later. It's like Travis. Oh man. I think he became everybody's favorite ref on Saturday. Yeah. And it's one of those, again, like I said, he's, I like, I think it's smart for him to be our quote unquote senior official mm-hmm. because he does, he, no offense to Bambi, but he exudes a more authoritative role. Yeah. Um, and that's not to, you know, like you said, no offense to Bambi. There's no, that doesn't, no. you know, at all disqualify how, what he's done and how no. good he is at it. Because Bambi is, like I said, Bambi's good. And it's amazing how, and you can tell Bambi. I mean, he can sell a cutter like nobody else. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but you can tell, you know, Bambi's working out and getting better shape and it's helping him mm-hmm. ref. And, it's getting good. And like I said, they both excel at different things and they're both good. Yeah. And it's right like depending now, on what you need for a match it, yeah. it shows what you have. And I mean, it's like when Brennan was first starting out, that was actually needed because he was always involved in the matches between yep. Kirby and the rookies and larger than life and Jackson stone and everything like that. And that showed that it's like, it was furthering that story yep. of, you know, Jamie just like getting aggravated on every new kid that Kirby's bringing in. Exactly. And, you know, it ended wonderfully. Which is another thing, which I. So I think it's less that we need just Bambi and Travis is we need to find a good, a better place for Brennan as a ref. Well, like I said, I don't mind having Brennan do a couple matches here and there because yeah, that's the only way he's going to learn. Yeah. But. Is if Travis and Bambi could do the majority of matches, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, I actually liked having so many refs out there last week because it made it look like we had an actual team yeah. of uh, officials. I, and I was just about to get to that. I like us having, you know, four officials on hand kind of is mm-hmm. what it looked like we had. Because, uh, yeah, when shit goes down and the refs run from the back, we no longer just have two. Like, yeah. We've actually got a team. And then two we have and security. security if they even notice that the spot's on. And which is <clears> another... Mm, that's another thing security you're not a part of the show like stop <sighs> the addicts will get the chance going themselves you don't need to do it number one number two you're showing biasness to the guys you like because you train with them number two yeah number three actually do your job be security yeah uh, it's like the amount of people we saw without masks uh, and the amount of times we've seen without people mask with tumblers of God knows what in them. Not, you know, uh-huh. it's cans only. That's all they can it's bring like, in. it's like, it's, I know that they're the trainees, but guys, seriously, when fits, was it's security. more than just security theater. You're exactly. supposed to actually be security there. Yeah. Fitz was a good security guard. Like I was actually sad when he became a wrestler because we lost good security. I know, right? And, and then even Alex was, uh, took it over, and Alex was good. And yeah, and now Alex's camera because we need him there, and he's well, he's a good cameraman. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we got security, and security just it sucks. And that's another thing I was going to get to, and I understand why not every trainee is security, but we're going to have eight people at Purple Rain for the match with the rookies and mm-hmm. Larger in Life, but then where are all those people now? Like, why are we only got two security guards? Can we yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Are, 
Well, it also depends on who can make it out to a show at a certain time. See, and that's what I mean. I just... Anyways, that's my rant. If we had all the money in the world to be able to throw out MPX, we could hire actual security, but unfortunately... I don't like that idea of actual security. Anyways, it's they had actual security at one point, and it was just it was more of a mess than anything. Mm. Um, back in the old old building. Um, but yeah, I just I I like the idea of trainees being security. I get that sometimes it makes it hard for them to transition from security to the wrestler and be mm-hmm. part of the show. So I get that downfall of it, but we need to do something because yeah, especially now in COVID times with the mask and all that stuff, and it's. You know, and, and especially when you have security not wearing their own masks because yeah. somebody said in the back, well, if you're part of the show, you don't have to wear the mask. No, and- not if you're out in public, you still have to wear it. Yeah. As long as you're not in the ring or commentating. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's another thing. Where was uh where was our bell ringer? Why was he not I don't know. featured there? Yeah. I, I, was like, I, I mean, you, I guess because he was doing spots in the back. Yeah. So I mean, what? Andre Dior is, uh, you know, Andre. On, Andre. Hey, I love Tatum for that. Yeah. No, it's even funnier knowing Tatum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, Andre Dior, actually, I really like him. And as oh, much, we're, uh, we're, we're okay with him now? I'm, I'm okay with him. <laughs> He's not the one I'm salty at. Yeah, didn't sound like that a couple weeks ago or last week. <laughs> no, no, no. He's fine. It's not. He's not the one I'm upset at. It never was. I'm not going to begrudge him. The you know his his dream and everything like that. It's the people who you know like we're right there. We're yeah. free. We have our own stuff. <laughs> yeah, but that's also. Let's be honest. If we, I, I know I they really want us they, to be separate from the show. Well, I was just going to say, I really hope they don't take this apart and then realize what I'm about to say. But yeah, we need to be separate because if we're not separate, what we're doing right now and what we do on mainline is going to be not what we want. <laughs> Let's be honest. True. So if that's what it takes, I'll, it, I'll, I'll it be separate. Is, this is how we maintain our non-interference. You know, we, we, we yeah. Um, they allow me to say stupid shit and they don't say anything about it. Yeah. Uh yeah, but um Noah losing that match. Uh Dexter's still the MPX champion and he actually won this match uh rather than getting DQ'd. So. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh but moving on from there, Ryan Remington versus Casey Clay. Uh this match it ex- happened exactly how you would expect after uh, the first match where Casey got uh jumped by Jackson Stone before the match as because well, Casey started it. Exactly. I mean, I guess you could say that Jackson started it a while ago, but, you know. And I thought that was one of the greatest things was they didn't ring the bell because he, mm-hmm. he, nothing happened. He wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he throws in, they ring the bell. And I love Richard's face of, why are we ringing the bell? Now? And you literally hear him yell, why are you now ringing the bell? And then just stares at Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was brilliant because, yeah, it was. Yeah, the bell hadn't rung, so they can beat the crap out of him all mm-hmm. they want. Yeah. And then throw him in. Oh, he's in the ring. Bambi, ring the bell. Okay, Bambi rings the bell because, well, Jamie said ring the bell. <laughs> um, It played out really well. And yeah, Ryan and Casey, we've seen them have good matches before, mm-hmm. so we know it's going to be good. But, I mean, for the for what it was, yeah, it was good. It, and it the served fact a that purpose. It's like, this, this is where that team of uh, refs comes into play where uh, you know the rest of the refs are trying to push Jackson <laughs> to the back. And everything, and Jackson still comes out anyway because you know, fuck the refs. Exactly, he's Jackson. You can't tell Jackson Stone what to do. <laughs> I'm Jackson Stone, everybody. Exactly, <laughs> he's got that attitude of yeah, you're not going to tell me what to do. So he sits there next to his pal Cody. Oh yeah, and just watches the match, hey, buddy. 
Um, it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed. Again, mm-hmm. and Casey is so good as a is. rookie. It literally, it it really does sometimes blow my mind of how good he is and so and how brand young in his new career. He is. Exactly, and it's just amazing. And it's like at least with uh, legs, it was like last year that we saw first saw him and everything like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Casey and Noah, they are brand new in yeah. the ring. They only started just before COVID and hit. Exactly. And it's amazing how well developed Casey is as far as in ring. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some work here and there you could do. But as far as that charisma and that baby face, uh, it's it's amazing how well he's picked up. I mean, ball. it helps that just about every match he's been in, he's gone up against some top tier talent and everything like that. So, right. you know, they're making him look as good as he's actually making them look too. Yep. And then, of course, it ends the same way it ended the last time Ryan and Casey went up against each other. With a great lariat? With a, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else getting involved, and then that, actually, know. that great lariat from I, behind. I, it was the great lariat that ended it. It was. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I really, again, I like the sunglass DDTs going on, but man, that lariat, that needs lariat. to be the finish. Oh, jeez. That needs to be a finish for every match. It does. It's like, it, bring up the sun, or uh, the drone killer. Mm-hmm. Not the not That's the sunglass right, the kiss anymore. Killer, yeah. uh, the drone killer. Bring that out when you have to take on guys that you know. Even Ryan Remington couldn't lariat to help. Right. <laughs> like if he's you know going against Brent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry, you could lariat him. It's going to take a lot of force in order to make it believable. It's going to have to be like when uh, when Ryan or uh, Roman Reigns finally got that uh, that spear that killed the Undertaker, and he had yeah. to go off like the ropes like three I was times. Say, yeah, which would be amazing to see in the pop that he could. Get. Oh, anyways, um, but yeah, no, the, having that as like a finish, finish mm-hmm. is great. But man. Using the lariat, I think is all. I'm a huge lariat fan, though. So, oh yeah, no, that was. Um, and the fact, the best like, lariat in Texas. Sorry, <laughs> oh. Kiefer. Um, and the fact is, like after that happened, you know, you got Tommy coming out, Jackson getting in the ring, and everybody's just beating up on uh, Casey. Noah tries to come out and uh, and help I, Casey, and, and I love Noah selling everything. Uh-huh. How he's hurt and just been through a match that I thought was really well. Yep. And then, of course, Baby D rushes out and just like starts. She grabs Tommy and he's like, "What the heck's going on?" And then, dead. <laughs> well, and I love how before that we got the vignette of why well, want a match. Well, Ryan's oh, yeah. busy. Joey's busy. Jackson just had a match. We're like, no, everyone's busy. Well, then it's you or Tommy. You pick. <laughs> and it's like, oh god, <laughs> make it happen, Jamie. Uh... Uh, and then yeah, just Tommy's poor face. Like he sold it so well. Just like no. <laughs> wait what am i doing what no no then, i don't yeah. want to. and of course i took the line on mainline where i was like she can't make her own match this is not legal and then yeah she runs in grabs tommy and the bell rings i'm like what the hell this is not a match who made this yeah it was great it was it was fantastic and of course she just destroys tommy again like, it, it's funny tommy won but uh it's funny because i kept saying it all over i was like tommy's no longer a rookie he doesn't deserve these chops <laughs> Because we haven't seen Tommy get chopped like that in a good while. Yeah. And because for the longest time, Tommy had the most choppable chest and in MPX. He's, I loved the whole thing of he blocks it once and stop <laughs> chopping me. Oh, it's so great. And, and then she just does the double chop and he fr- just does that whole freeze up. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, stopped his heart. God, seized him. I think seriously, except for the uh, surprise twist with the main event and everything like that, this was probably my favorite match simply because, you know, it's like, 
it was baby D was selling the fact that she was pissed. It was entertaining. Yeah. And Tommy is, it was just a great character match. Yes. It's like, it, there were almost no technicality to any of it. And it's great. Yeah. It was just baby D slapping and chopping and beating the shit. Yeah. Tommy. And, it's like, and she Tommy's even, screaming like a little girl. Yeah. And even she says, it's like, I didn't get the win, but I got what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it was, again, it served its purpose to continue the storyline. It was entertaining. It was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, the addicts were into it because anytime they, anytime someone chops Tommy, they're all for it. Yeah. Um, and it's again, like you said, yeah, it's good character work on Tommy. That PTSD coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. Um, I loved it. Um, I forget how good Tommy's frog splash is mm-hmm. until he hits it. And I'm like, Oh man, that is really good actually. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, like I said, I liked it served its purpose. And yeah, with the exception of what happens later, yeah, it, it was up there for match of the night. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that main event, uh, we got the uh, the one that had been built up all week, and it was actually really, really good build up because Tatum Manning was going to take on Menage a Trois with a mystery partner, and he, you know, a partner of his choosing, and everything like that. And it comes out at the end of it that he couldn't find it. He nostalgia. couldn't find anyone. I love nostalgia. Oh man! And, like me and you said the whole time. First of all, when Tatum came out and cut his amazing promo, yeah, which I he's re, he's put it up, and I've rewatched. It, I don't know how many times how he doesn't flub over his lines or run out of breath. I don't get kudos. It's the actor in him. Kudos to you, Tatum Johnson. Like my God, <laughs> Tatum or, the Rock Johnson. Yeah, or you know, or a Dwayne the Rock Tatum Dwayne Manning. Manning. Yeah. Um. Either way, just and. And the fact that it's and like, people are looking at that, like, I remember I was like, oh, yeah, Tatum's like, I reckon, like, how can, no, he needs to be his own person. I go, hey, if it's working, don't yeah. break it. Did and the you thing hear is, the it's, reaction? It, it's like, yeah, he's doing the, uh, he's got the cadence of the rock down like you would not believe. But the fact that he is able to seamlessly mix in yes. Chris Jericho from Y2J mm-hmm. and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. And, you know, it's like even a little bit of, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels with it and everything yep. like that. It's just like, it's like he just reached into a hat and grabbed, these are the guys I'm going to be this week. Right. And he did it so perfectly. And it's amazing how we have our The Rock and we have, you know, in Tatum. And then we have our uh-huh. Mrs. Foley's baby boy in Legs. Oh, we yes. Ha- when he comes out. Oh, man. Sock connection. It was yeah. fantastic. And it's it's crazy because, yeah, Tatum coming. He's like, I don't need anyone. I'm not getting anyone. Blah, blah, blah. And he comes out and then all of a sudden Legs music hits, which is arguably probably the second best entrance music uh-huh. that the addicts will pop for. And it's like, the thing is, I will admit this one actually caught me off guard because I thought they were going to wait longer to bring legs back. I thought so too. And it's also because we heard so many different names for Tatum mm-hmm. and what they were going to do with it. And people saying is like, Hey, you know what? I got nothing else to do. I'll do it. Right. And then I think someone, it's even like, said, hey, we saw Livy in the back. I thought she was going to come out. And someone even said like Schaefer. And I'm like, why would Schaefer? Actually, that's kind of interesting. Schaefer against yeah. Larry. I was like, that kind of is interesting. I would love to see Schaefer come back as a face and love, help uh, Tatum. I would just love to have Schaefer back in general. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but no, having legs come out and then having Tatum and legs and uh, the fans immediately. And I'm shocked it wasn't you, but the million legs. I that I was just <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that. And then somebody starts doing it. And I'm like, that's perfect. And they God actually enchanted it. it and got behind it. I'm like, holy crap. This is... We have our own rock and sock. It's and somebody else did uh, um, uh, legs in a million. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's crazy how, how this works so well. Mm-hmm. And it literally, to me, like 
I don't know. To me, it seems like I don't know if they knew what they were doing. Like they just came to the band and go, who's here? Hey, you're working with Tatum. Cool. Cool. And then they just went with it. Yeah. And, but it worked and it it's did. amazing. And Tatum's, Tatum's character and entering work is so good. Like legs, this is the best I think legs has looked because I think it's the longest we've seen legs look mm-hmm. and legs did phenomenal. And then Tatum on the outside, selling just the drama, selling being so angry and ready to just in there and, and trying, trying to, to crawl around. Oh my gosh. Everything he did was just, again, like I told him after the show, you can do no wrong right now. Don't listen to what anyone says. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Listen to the crowd. Don't worry about what people, because I know people in the back are being like, Oh, you're too much like the rock. Fuck them. Listen to the addicts. The yeah. addicts are behind him hundred percent. Let him do what he wants because it's working. Now, when he doesn't get that loud reaction, okay, then let's address Find something new that let's works. Let's address something. But right now he's fucking killing it. And it's like, uh, let's talk about menage a trois on the other side of that. They were the consummate so heels good. and CJ just, Oh man, CJ should, it's like, it, I, I know that it's like, we're still, you know, the company's still revolving a lot around Jamie and his guys and everything like that, but I'm sorry, CJ should be a top heel yep. wherever he is. And he's at MPX a lot. So and it's like I had said that purple rain, I was afraid CJ is kind of gonna get left behind and CJ really helped propel Tatum to where he is now. And it's like, I know this is, this is armchair booking here, but the way it, it, I would book this is. Of the two of them, of CJ and Tatum, I'd have CJ get the big belt first. Yes. And CJ you have beca- Tatum chase them. That's yeah. what you do. And it's like, and I would do that after they've, you know, it's like gone, they've, they've concluded their story and they've gone their separate ways and everything like that. And Tatum's, you know, off doing this thing. CJ goes and, I don't know, wins the prospect championship after Sky cashes in or something like yeah. that. And he wins the belt and he's like, yeah, I am. You know, the MPX champion, I am the most chill. I am the greatest, well, you know, everything like that. He will do it a hundred million <laughs> times better than I will. No, and it's like we've said, CJ, like, and then, that was the thing with Menage a Trois. We knew this is, I think, what's kind of shocked people about Tatum is yeah. CJ was always the one on the mic. CJ or Larry. Mm-hmm. And Tatum, Tatum was the one. Tatum was the worker. He was the Tatum one that was, was going to do all the matches. Tatum was the one who, when he opened his mouth, he was saying the wrong thing. <laughs> and now I think people realize that was on purpose. Right. That was all calculated. <laughs> exactly. And Tatum, again, I mean, we saw, I think, three vignettes with Tatum before. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he had his thing on the stage. Yeah. He had a couple backstage, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we saw him three or four times. I mean, he's like the, the he going to be all over our show. He is. I mean, people will get mad or whatever. He is our rock. And yeah. amazing. Like, I have no problem comparing that. Like, and yes, in the wrestling business, you don't want to be compared to other people. You want to be your own. And Tatum Manning is his own. Oh Tatum yeah, Tatum Manning is definitely his in-ring work is not the Rock, but yeah. he's got you know yeah he's got the bowling elbow. Okay, it's like people's elbow, whatever. But he's had that since the beginning. Exactly. So it's like there's nothing. Well, really- and when we talked to him on our interview, yeah, the people he watched the most, the Rock, MVP, the Miz, and mm-hmm. you can tell. Uh, and his like I said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It's like until the until the heat on this one runs out, dude. You know, it's like you are you are on top of the world. Just run with it, mm-hmm. because and again, like you're saying, I really do hope we get a CJ Moore. Um, if if we're not going to, if Menage Trois is kind of just this nah, tag team, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But let's find something for CJ because CJ is 
an amazing heel, an amazing in ring care in ring worker. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just, I don't know. It's like, it's not that I'm bored with larger than life. It really isn't because I, they're, I'm just as invested in their story. But at the same time, it's like, I'm excited for the stuff that's going on between Tatum and CJ. Yep. You know, it's like, exactly. I'm looking forward to how much further that's going to get built. Man, it's a really good thing Jamie's not here for you today. I know. <laughs> Saying that you're bored with larger. I'm not. I'm not bored. Did, you hear, did me, you hear that, Jamie? Can you get me in trouble again? Thanks. Uh, but no, that's. But like, speaking of Jamie and uh, Tatum. Let's well, say. and that's the thing with MPX that we've always said. And yes, we're shills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything on the card is always entertaining and exciting. And it's yeah. always got a purpose. Yeah. Um, we've got so many different storylines right now and they're all entertaining and interesting. Yeah. And, and when they start to interweave and everything like that, that's when things start to get just really interesting. Cause part of me coming after the show, and I think I said it after mm-hmm. and after reflecting, I know I'm wrong, but after that night I had said, I don't like how Jackson and West was first because to me, your MPX title should always, that title should always be that's last. That's been your opinion since the beginning. Oh, man. exactly. So and that was, like- but after reflecting and looking back on it there's no way you can't end the show not in the show on tatum mm-hmm. and cj and all that whole deal like, yeah you can't because um, it's like you know between cj just building the heat like you would not believe especially when mm-hmm. he did that jog around the ring and just slapped tatum oh it's so great oh that was just mm, <laughs> chef kiss <laughs> everything cj and larry did was amazing to mm-hmm. help build the drama of tatum finally getting in it's just and it when it did the crowd came unglued yeah and like i said so i get not having that belt on last Mm -hmm. and obviously yes they made the right call um but man it's one of those where i think i was even arguing or not arguing but i was talking with you i was like i don't understand how you have your champion and you don't have something for some form in the fact Uh that we know like we're not promoting West versus Jackson. Yeah. Like we're just saying, oh, it's West Open Challenge, but it's not even promoted that way. It's promoted. Oh, also appearing Punch Drunk Eleven West. Why West? Is yeah. The, it's the champion. It's the belt that should be featured. And if you're gonna do an Open Challenge, then it should be his own little graphic. West's Open Challenge. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's yeah my yeah. whole argument. But yeah, like I said, talking about Tatum and Jamie and everything like that. Uh, next week's the Purge and. That is always a lot of fun because yep. that's their own little extreme rules show. Well, quote unquote extreme rules right. show. Right. It's the anything goes. I mean, it's the purge for these couple of hours. Yeah. Everything's legal. Nothing. No rep, no repercussions. Yeah. Like, you know. And I got to say. Murder, death, kill. The first match they announced, I'm really looking forward to because these are two guys who are mirrors of each other in a lot of ways. Well, and just the battle I think we're going to get mm. on the mic with Tatum and Jamie. Oh, God. Yes. there's one person that can kind of not necessarily go one-on-one with Jamie, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Jamie probably will still win that battle, but that can keep up with Jamie. Yeah. It's Tatum right now. Definitely. Um, And it's no offense to Joe. Joe's got good Mexicals on his own set, but dude, you got Jamie Aller. Let Jamie speak. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's, it's Tatum versus Joe Angelo Garcia. And then in the, the match, match itself. itself is going to be fantastic. Yeah. In ring capability of both these men is going to be off the charts mm-hmm. the mic skill work of jamie and tatum out of the ring is going to be great yeah and the fact that this is going to you know it's like this could very well still continue to tie in with the other story i mean uh you had punch drunk love uh yeah. taking on menage a trois the other you know last week mm-hmm. 
All right. And uh, Tatum came out and helped them. So maybe they'll come return the favor this time. Yeah. Tatum T came out, did the little spin a Rooney and the little axe kick. <laughs> He's just pulling from all the 90s. And I love oh, it. Geez. I really yeah. do love it. Like people think I'm shitting on it. No, I actually love it. No, this is, it's probably <laughs> one of the best things going um, for us right now. No. And it's like I had joked. I had said, well, what if it's Baby D or Kirby? What if Kirby is the mystery partner? Because, you know, mm-hmm. Tatum goes back to the father figure trainee and apologizes and repents for all his sins or whatever and says, no, I need your help. I, the prodigal I son returns. Exactly. Something <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah, it definitely could maybe tie into the whole, you know, it's Tatum, Punch Drunk Love, and Legs versus Larger Than Life, Jackson and Joe. Who knows? Who knows? So That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. And then we've also got uh, Jason Silver taking on Exodus Prime again. And that's admittedly, the last time we saw that, that was Exodus's first match at the show, and I think it's going to be a totally different match this time around. It is. It's going to be very different. It's going to be because, yeah, Exodus, I mean, yes, they probably already had plans for them, but let's be honest. It's kind of a, when you're there, put out with Silver, and your first match is kind of a tryout mm-hmm. to see, can you hang? Can you stay with us? And now that Exodus knows he can, we're going to see a more aggressive excess we're going to see a very different one we're going to see a very no this is now my show i you're you may be a pillar i'm going to flat out beat you now yeah to prove that i do deserve a spot here and again like we've said it's silver silver's not going to have a bad match so yeah i think it's going to be very good and it's like with excess being more comfortable or more, at least the crowd knowing who exodus is that much more i think it'll be just that much bigger of a yep. match between these two and i think him getting that confidence of playing up his heel like he did against skip uh-huh. i think it's going to be great against oh, yeah. silver because again silver's that perennial baby face no matter and, what yeah it's does, like and silver knows how to play them. out to the crowd and everything like that so in exodus you know now that he's more you know i guess comfortable with the show you know he's gonna i have a feeling he's gonna match that yep just bit for bit it's gonna be great yeah and then the other match that they announced i gotta say is like i i know where the story i know that the story is going on and everything but i'm just like i don't want to uh Punch drunk love versus larger than life. It's do we, that. Do we have a face protector? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's more of what I'm worried about. Because true, eh, one week is not enough to protect her. You know, is to heal enough to heal a broken nose. Um, so. It's going to be interesting because, and I mean, you saw like I tried to play a little joke and thought we were having fun with this, and it's not a it's not a fun thing for Kirby. No, <laughs> I posted a gif and he he said it's not funny. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> um, no, this is a serious, the serious battle and serious heat between oh, yeah. Kirby and Baby D against uh, Larger in Life. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I think we'll definitely probably have shenanigans. Oh yeah, of um, course there'll be shenanigans. Jamie's involved. Whatever. I was going to say you're just saying next Jamie's there. <laughs> but that's the thing is, it's eventually for Jamie, it does have to come down to love and business, right? Yeah. Like which one's he going to choose? Like yeah. it's. Eventually, I'm not um, saying this week, but it's eventually going to have to come down to that. I uh-huh. think. There's going to be that, you know, full confrontation between Baby D and Jamie and everything like that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And because at the same time, Baby D is going to have to make that decision as well of, uh, you know, it's like. Well, she it, already made that. She made her True. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's already claimed. Look, I love you, Jamie, yeah. but um, I will go through you to get what I want. Yeah. And, you know, she wanted to prove us wrong on reunion tour. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will take credit for that title one. That was, you know, oh yeah, they they weren't they weren't doing that until I said reunion tour. <laughs> What's funny is I'd heard that they were looking for music until we said something, and then you uh, <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Yep. <laughs> 
But uh, I, it's like, I don't know. I guess it's just the whole thing of we saw it with the Addicts Championship with uh, Chandler Hopkins and everything like that, where he'd win the he'd win the belt. It would go a couple of weeks, yeah, and then he lost the belt to the person he won it from, yeah. And we saw that twice, and then we saw it with. Uh, I love you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it with Dave in the uh, the Prospect Championship. I miss you, Dave. <laughs> He loves you. I miss you. There's a difference. <laughs> trust me. And he knows. He It's fake love. He knows. <laughs> um, but no. But, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like, I just, I don't want to, I, I don't. Personally, I don't want to see that again. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing is, as much as I love larger than life and I would, they're the forever tag champs. I would give yeah. them the belts all the time. I don't think it would happen. I do think something will happen. Larger or uh, Punch Drunk Love will win. They'll retain. We're going to get some type of special blow off match. And that's when the titles will either change hands for good, yeah, or they'll stay with Punch Drunk Love until someone else takes them. I don't know. Maybe who knows? Uh, maybe we'll get a. Uh, uh, oh wait, that's not the last match. Ah, oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, it's like we've got two other tag teams at least oh. that could uh, that that could get entered into that competition <laughs> because uh, we've also got Double D and Erica Torres from Menage a Trois coming in and taking on Casey Clay and Noah Navarre and. This is the first time the rookies have really teamed since Purple Rain, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, that should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Because, uh, I mean, as we've said, Casey's put on performance after performance and has been amazing. Yeah. Noah's been good. <laughs> Noah's good. Um, and- it's just, I I mean, it's right there. The story's right there. It Overshadow, is. It is. Let him be the he- but and again. If it's he- still, they're still so very new that I don't think it's time for that yet. I agree, but you know, just a heads up, Noah. Start, but start watching. Like we could start see watching a, and start studying Noah Hart. Yeah, just you like, know. But we could see a fatal four way tag team match for the championship, and you know, like Double D and Erica Torres walk away with it out of nowhere. Well, and then yeah, or Casey the and Noah walk away with it because you know they get lucky and you know, like Noah when he uh, rolled up Sebastian. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, and there's that's the thing. We do have other tag teams we just don't see all the time, like Pub Crawlers. Yep. They could definitely be in the running because anytime they're in, like, get I think, the Camachos back. Yeah. Uh, anytime, you know, it seems the pup crawlers are here, they get title shots kind of randomly. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it could happen. I I think there are tag teams out there that we could bring in, um, you know, but it's going to be, it's going to be good to see where we go with this tag team division. Because, like I said, we, this time last year, I think we had a really good tag division. We did. We had um, an incredible tag division. And it seems we had right great now, factions too. It seems right now we're kind of just, maybe three or four. So um, I think they're going to start rebuilding that soon. Cause this Mm -hmm. is, again, this is the time where purple rains kind of like our season finale and the show after purple rains is like our season. Yeah. We're building back. I mean, it's redoing we're, we're already, you know, we already got it kind of devastated. I mean, how many guys have we not seen because of COVID and everything like that guys who, you know, like, Byron and James Johnson, they they haven't shown back up except since Purple Rain and even before then, Mm -hmm. you know, because they don't want to do anything until the pandemic is totally controlled and respect that. Absolutely. As much as I want to see Byron in the ring, I totally get why he doesn't. Yeah. And then you've got guys who get there, you know, it's like they're not willing to travel that far for a show. Yeah. Or yeah, and it's just one of those where it's again. I get it. Um, I think we're in a rebuilding, and we are. We're getting. Look, we've got Excess Prime. Who, let's be honest, if it wasn't for COVID and the rebuild, would he necessarily be here right now? Yeah, I was like, and I don't know if they would have if uh, management would have seen him and brought him in. Right. 
And I'm he, management is glad they brought him in. Yeah, and he's good. Um, Remedy is somebody that we've seen in the Addicts Love. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him being far away, I think we would. Or hell, if him. you want to talk tag teams, bring in uh, Exodus's uh, on again, off again partner, no. Kari Wright. No. Prime, get Prime Flight in there. No, have no. them, you know, just no. destroy everything. No. No? I like Exodus by himself. <laughs> I like heel have you seen them together though i've seen clips i've not seen a full match yes i've not seen them live i've seen kari wright live singly and i've enjoyed them i've seen exes singly i like him i want to keep exes single heel right now (laughs) well it could be one of those you know it's like hey i you know i don't want top i can get involved in this too oh god see yeah no No. heel new day was not good remember that actually heel new day was fantastic and that's what led to the original original very beginning heel new day where they were angry yes okay. that was good but after that it was not good yeah. <laughs> um but anyways they're split up and i'm the only one happy about it anyways yeah. um no i like excess being singles there's you know i wouldn't mind Kari coming back it's obvious he probably won't for reasons that mm-hmm. we can't control well we can't control anything so yeah <laughs> it's reasons his uh employer i don't know what to say i don't know his home show he's a champion somewhere else (laughs) and you know how that goes with between promotions yeah um well i guess he can't lose like when nate was here a long time ago he can't lose he's the champion yeah um anyways there's someone yeah where's your fake dot mob where they at i don't know well okay no reza is not taking any booking she's one of those ones who's not taking Uh, any bookings because of i was gonna say i saw nate work somewhere not to he's also doing a lot of mma oh geez yeah no i'm just like i I'll watch whatever he goes to kick ass in. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done it before for people. I like, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even a fan of, uh, of MMA. So, you mm-hmm. know, that says a lot for them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, we've also going to, we're going to have a uh, sky there. We're going to have Dexter there, Jackson and Larry or CJ. I wonder. Oh, Oh, yeah. um, but no, that's, uh, again, we got that lovely Isaac vignette, mm-hmm. you know, saying that, Something something big's coming for Sky on his oh, third yes. defense. You kind of alluded to it, and as much as I don't want it, it would be a good match. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, having a maybe the clown come back for a show. Ooh. Yeah, no. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's Isaac Mazer. He's always good at you well, know, drumming up good stuff. Let's be honest. It's <sighs> Halloween is on a Saturday, so obviously uh-huh. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to deal with the clown. I know it. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming, um, but no, having, you know, Matt born back from the grave, deal with that clown. I, it's weird as a fan. I actually liked heel doink yeah. <laughs> as a kid. It's weird. Um, he terrified me, but I liked him. I liked his work. Um, but yeah, having, you know, obviously Jackson, we knew would probably be there uh, because mm-hmm. Jamie and larger life. It's always great to have Dexter in because with Dexter being in Oklahoma, we never really know when we're getting him. Uh-huh. Um, I think we've got, you know, this is, Actually, is this three weeks in a row for Dexter? Um, no, he wasn't able to make it a couple. That's weeks right. Ago. Yeah, yeah. He was in that uh, that thing with um, Dimitri, that tournament, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, having Dexter is always a treat, and you know, like I said, having that title and he's going to mm-hmm. keep it by any means necessary is great. That's fantastic. Um, Sky, ho- go, hopefully, maybe his third defense. Yep. Unless it's just maybe a thrown match without him defending title, that's fine too. Because your whole idea of you know. Yeah, not happening on Halloween. <laughs> so, yeah. um, oh well. Yeah. So now he can unless just he defend defends it whenever, <laughs> unless he defends it on the uh, uh, on Halloween, and then we saw what happened when Jackson tried that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, like you said, there's Larry, uh, there's Double D, there's Erica, where's CJ? 
Mm-hmm. I, I would hope that CJ's there, obviously. Yeah, maybe he's just <laughs> Continue with the know. Tatum. But it's going to be a great card. Uh, it is. Again, the Purge. We say, I mean, granted, it's kind of implied. It is no rules. It's anything goes. We don't know that for sure. Yeah. We're just basing off the little taglines they've used and the fact of, well, what the purge actually is. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened last time too. You know? Yeah. Last time it was a uh, sky and Ryan and uh-huh. uh, kind of a, I don't want to say career making match, but people looked at Ryan differently after that match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of addicts had their eyes open that Ryan actually is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh, Sky's been here for years and we should respect him. Finally. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, that was actually the big one for me. Cause that was the one where people woke up to sky. Yeah. So, and I mean, again, we already, was, everybody already loved uh, Ryan and everything. So that was such a great match. Um, I was so, again, I hate saying the word proud because who am I to say I'm proud of someone, but I was so proud of Ryan in that match because I know talking to him, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you ready? He goes, no, I hate the shit. <laughs> like, it's so funny how similar Ryan and Jackson are. Mm-hmm. Like, they are very, like, and it's actually not funny if you actually think about their both their trainings. Yeah. And how they both view wrestling. And yeah, this, they're not. They're not one for the hardcore style. No, not really. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, again, that's what MPX is great at. It's bringing yeah. so many different styles in and making it work. Yeah. And honestly, it's like the purge is just the start of a whole bunch of really great shows that we're going to be getting. Cause you know, like we said, uh, we've got, you know, that coming up, we've got the Scooby-Doo show coming up on the 30th on Which, the 31st. It's the masquerade. I can't wait. Cause I think, and hopefully we're not spoiling things. I think they've even said it. We've got confirmation that almost everyone is coming back. Yeah. We, we won't say who's not coming back or who isn't or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's like, we can't, I, the we can one understand. I was extremely happy about that they got back is back in that scrappy X. Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. I'm extremely happy. I love the fact that. that apparently all they have to say is, hey, we're doing the Scooby Doo thing and he's in. Oh, yeah. He's already in. Which is hilarious because when they first did that, I was like, how the hell did you convince him? And he goes, oh, he signed up immediately. And I was like, really? I figured he would hate that. And then he goes, no, he loved it. Yeah. yeah. And then he comes out and is like, oh, my God, he is embodying the character. Oh, it's he, perfect. he was scrappy. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. That's where we got the, uh, that's also where we got the little roided puppy, isn't it? From yeah. Uh, Silver. <laughs> yeah. And, Hopefully uh, Winchester's back too because, uh, yeah. you know, Sam Winchester is kind of grown up a little bit now. Yeah. I think he can say a lot more. Than- yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> uh, then we've also got the masquerade on the on Halloween. That's, yep. I'm looking forward to where that's going to be because we've got the uh, Dimitri thing going on. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's going to be something special for Wes. Uh, it's Halloween and Wes has to do something. Yeah. Same with, you know, Sky's got to do something. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I know the clown's probably going to be there, so... Watch him not now, and I'll be happy, and Lugo will yell at me for ruining that. <laughs> yep. Ha, ha, ha. And then, of course, next month is going to start off with just, it's going to start off with a bang, because we're going to yeah. get Swaggle back. A little bang, though. It's like, you know, boom. It's just a little. Uh, yes, having Swaggle. And then it's like we, you know, had joke on my I have mind. a step stool. I will help him get <laughs> to your nipples. <laughs> um, You need two, then. He's that short. Um. <laughs> But no, it's, you know, and we had joked on mainline. It's like, well, Dexter wants a piece of him. Well, so does Jamie. So does Tatum. Like, yeah. But uh, Tatum, I don't know. Tatum's kind of like new. Would, would Tatum go after? So? I don't know. It, <laughs> it might be one of those things where, you know, Tatum's. It's the mutual respect. Where it's yeah. Like, it's like they, they, they see each other and who knows? Maybe they'll t- team up or something. Oh, oh man. Tatum truly is our rock. You put him with anyone and it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And having Swoggle there to help to be alongside him is going to be a lot I, of fun. I'm just happy because one, Swoggle's entertaining as hell and I he love is. Swoggle. But two, 
I also love his music. Newfound Glory, oh, yes. Hit or Miss is great. So every time it comes out with the dee-dee-dee and then it goes in the hit or miss, I love it. So I'm always happy for that. But looking forward to these shows. So make sure you get your tickets now. Make sure you're all just there. And, you know, I, either way, keep it kayfabe. Well, and if you're not comfortable going, get the network. You oh, know, yeah. We did a little bit. And, you know, we'll say again because we need to get back to it. Support your wrestlers. Definitely. Buy their merch, support MPX, buy their merch, buy the network. I mean, uh, this will sound bad. I have the network and I never watch it, but I still give them the $10. Mm-hmm. I watch it when I am told to, or when you're like, Hey, we need to review this. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll see clips, but a lot of, a lot of what we talk about is I go off memory, which is sometimes probably bad, but yeah, well, um, that's why I try to take notes. Yeah. That's if what, it ever looks like I'm not watching your match and I'm like playing on my phone, I am likely, you know, taking note of something that I saw. Unless it's Livy, then he's just on Facebook. I saw oh, that. Oh, right? <laughs> shut up. Going to get me killed. That's not even true, <laughs> asshole. Either oh, way. That's right. It was silver. It wasn't Livy. It was silver. Keep it KV wrestling fans. I'll see you Saturday. I don't know when you're going to be alive. I, I'll, <laughs> I might be hiding. Mark it. What's up, wrestling fans? Thanks for listening. If you liked the show, make sure you like, share, and follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to MPX Rehab. You can also follow us on YouTube and Facebook for more MPX and Texas wrestling-related content. Want to support us even more? We have a Patreon and merchandise you can buy at any shows you meet us at. Just look for Team Certified Mark. Thanks again, and as always, keep it kayfabe, wrestling fans. Mark out.